0: This is Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global Pandemic, Chapter 74.
1: The French love their red tape. Now we have a badge for our garbage. We don't need those thinking
0: badges. And we revisit the beautiful village of Peugeot.
1: Well, didn't I have a great start to the day?
0: Yeah, well, I just kindly asked you to replace the the toner cartridges in our HP copier scanner um, because, you know, there are lots of things that I, that you can't do that I take over because, uh, you know, I, I can speak French. Oh, my God.
1: Where and... did this go?
0: <laughs> so I just, well, I'm just justifying <laughs> why, why I asked you to do that small task. Boy, Whoa. did I regret it.
1: <laughs> small task. Never ever ever in your life, if you can help it, buy an HP (laughs) printer. These vultures, you know. Well, it's a
0: printer, copier, scanner.
1: Whatever it is, it's HP. And here's what they're doing now. And you can find all kinds of articles and YouTube videos about HP's complete disregard for their customer base, because here's what they're doing now they allow you to buy their printer and then they actually put in place a system to lock your printer if you choose to use third party toners now that to me i'm telling you
0: well the, that that
1: the, should never be allowed you've paid for the printer so
0: the the printer if if memory serves me craft dinner was around 400 euros yeah around that price point and it came with the, the original Toner cartridges, Mm -hmm. not a problem. All included in the same price. But eventually, when you're using the printer scanner or copier, the toner cartridges, the ink, wears out.
1: Yeah, I'll just make this really quick because this is a lot of technical stuff, and we'll move on. But I'm just going to say that not all printer companies disallow third-party toners, okay? HP does to the point where, as I mentioned, they will lock you out of your printer. So you have three options when you're buying new toner cartridges. You can buy the Vulture brand, HP, and pay, are you ready for this? Between 460 bucks and €940 for four cartridges. I just did the pricing online right now. That's crazy. Do you know that you can get a third party set for 65 euros and they claim that it's because of the chip now on the right side of these for our particular printer uh, of each cartridge is a computer chip now that computer chip uh, if you buy from HP allows you to read the gauge as to how much uh, you have left yeah if you're
0: low on toner it'll let you know
1: it'll let you know uh, but here's the thing. They will not allow you to use a third party, and I mean they will not allow. They're, the only way to do this is to go and uh, to try and find old firmware, which HP doesn't even support anymore. Anyway, it, it's it's a nightmare. Here's what you do. You buy, uh, first of all, a Canon. Okay, they're, your problem's <laughs> solved. But if you have one of these, you, you can buy this third-party uh, toner cartridges without the... The microchips. Mi- microchips, but don't throw out your original microchips because if you swap those microchips into the new toner cartridges, your machine will work. The only drawback is you won't be able to, it won't be able to read your toner cartridge level, but that's what you do. Uh, there are kind of three different categories of new toner cartridges, the, the cheap one without the, the chips, third party with chips, but that's not going to work. And then, or you can spend a thousand euros on four toner cartridges.
0: You could get like <sighs> three new machines. Just for I'm, the price.
1: I'm telling you. I, I just, <laughs> I do not understand this kind of customer service. But here's me telling you if you're going to sh- shopping for a printer, scanner, whatever, don't buy an HP.
0: Hewlett Packard, stay away.
1: Yeah. No, and, exactly.
0: And that's why I went for my long walk while you were. Oh messing with the machine I I, I've, I eventually figured it
1: out I had to swap out these computer chips I'm swearing there's toner cartridge powder <laughs> all over the room I'm blue I'm black and I'm oh, 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 oh nightmare this morning not a good way to but start off But
0: victory is yours Victory's
1: mine Victory yeah. is
0: mine. I'm I'm impressed. I'm very impressed.
1: Well, for now, and and that's how we're going to do it from now on. We we'll just buy the cheapies, flip out the. Uh, and I don't you, you don't need to know how the level of your toner cartridge. when it starts printing crappy. <laughs> put in new cartridges. There you go. When it's
0: fading out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's your there's your level, you know, gauge. All right. So uh, we uh, yesterday we uh, maybe you could. Tell us how we ended up at this restaurant.
0: <laughs> so, so you know, I, I was doing a little online search, and I, I like to go to areas that we are not familiar with, and and a, a lot of people have been telling me about Temple Sur Lot, Temp- Temple Sur Lot, tem- yeah, which is on the Lot River. And so I'm just doing a little Google search, looking for you know restaurants, and I, I see this really great website, which is rare in in our area. Absolutely, it was it was the graphic design was good the menu was good photos
1: were awesome photos
0: were great i don't know where, where they took them but it wasn't <laughs> the restaurant. We'll, we'll
1: get to that yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it lured up lured me into convincing you let's take a little road trip But it's not that far it's just on the other side of yeah uh, uh villeneuve
1: a lot yeah. yeah
0: so so we drive over and and we're using the GPS and we see the first thing I think that tweaked you, that this was going to be a weird experience, is they had that one of those plastic men.
1: Oh, yeah, one of those plastic the blow up men. The blow-up
0: plastic men with the arm that flails. Come on in,
1: come going, on in, come on in. Bienvenue, restaurant,
0: bienvenue, restaurant, bienvenue. Flop, flop,
1: floppity flop, 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 flop. Which you usually see at a tire store. <laughs> Not a fancy Italian restaurant, anyway.
0: And so, yeah, and it, you know, it, it looked like they they had on the menu they had lots of things that we hadn't had in a while spices and, anyway. So we 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 park and um.
1: Well, it's right next to the road. Yeah. <laughs> so we we go yeah we go inside the basically uh, we go into a parking lot tent next to the road, and.
0: And uh, and then there's your terrace. We uh we we had made a reservation, so we decided we're hungry. We're gonna sit down and make the best of it. And we wait there for I don't know how long before we got a little bit of food. Like, do you think uh, it was about forty for minutes?
1: Forty five minutes. I had to ask for some damn bread.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, come on. <laughs> and, and the the woman who was serving us said, "Oh, I'm so sorry for the delay. There was a commotion. You know, some people." I guess there are people inside the restaurant that were creating a commotion.
1: You mean who are having the same problems as us? Uh, who knows? Oh yeah, and 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 just in in this time frame. So we sat down at a at a four that was, that had three place settings, <laughs> yeah. and this guy's by himself behind us, and all of a sudden I hear this horrendous nose blowing, and then he comes over to our table. Can I steal this napkin? Ooh, you can take the whole
0: table. God. <laughs> Go to the bathroom, <laughs> and so you know, like I, maybe they were having an incredibly bad day. But we finally get our our entree, and, uh, and and mine was fine, but it just got a little bit boring. Really, not the spice discovery spice. that I was the, expecting.
1: I, I had I had a veal like thing of carpaccio, uh, yeah, but it was like sort of deep fried, like a, like a schnitzel type of thing that you'd get at. Uh, oh, October you're talking Fest. about your main, okay. My okay. main, yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, there's more spices in shake and bake. <laughs> this was this bland. Here's <laughs> me dumping salt. I don't put salt on anything. But like so yeah. that my tongue didn't dry up, I needed – like there had to be some – I just can't even imagine cooking with that little spice. Well, it's because Italian food. You're,
0: you're accustomed to you know, the kind of meal that I prepare and, and I'm, I'm not shy with spices. No, but it's this yes. was – In any case, we, we ate – the food, it was it was really medium, I admit. Then the young man came out and apologized that the kitchen was over-busy because everybody came at the same time.
1: Well, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everybody comes at the same time because in your silly little country... You can only eat from noon to two. So, of course, everybody comes at the same time.
0: And, you know, the irony is that both our our entrees didn't require cooking. It was just displaying it on a plate with a little olive oil and maybe some balsamic vinegar. It wasn't complicated anyway it, it it was not our top experience oh, in and terms of dining
1: almost double the price of yeah. an equivalent meal anywhere in our area
0: yeah in the in the really quaint well run places so we we, we we wrote this on our list of don't go there again yeah. and uh, it 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 do you agree is the second worst meal that yeah. we've had in, in in yeah 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 Oh, wow. oh yeah, that, yeah, that
1: fish one was just, uh, that was legendary. I That was a long time ago, though. We've had pretty good food here. Oh, food is know. really good here. Yeah.
0: But, you know, our expectations were, oh, Italian, give me some spice, give me some at- atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, none no of atmosphere. It. it kind of failed on a lot of levels. No atmosphere,
1: so. bad service, no spice, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> as, so- <laughs> as Sebastian Maniscalco would say, hey, food suck, get your coat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all you can do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so we waved goodbye to the wavy man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you're gonna have to do more than that to get us back into that place. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that was because we really, we really wanted to kind of uh, do a, a surprise for you and show you some shots of uh, Temple Surlots because they're the home of the water lilies and stuff. We do. I, I actually did take a couple of really cool yeah. shots of the water lilies there, so we will include those on the Facebook page. But honestly, that's that's where it kind well, of ends. It,
0: lore has it that Monet yeah. got his water lilies mm-hmm. from Temple Solot. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of cool.
1: And and you know what, the pictures I took look very Monet esque. True, I've got to tell you. Very uh, true. I, I just want to make a quick correction uh, on chapter seventy three. I was introducing you to a couple who just found our. Podcast accidentally and started enjoying it to their trips from uh, Cambridge up to Bayfield, and I mispronounced. Uh, I said Chris and Murray Hubley. Mm-hmm. I screwed and what should
0: it have been? Sharis. I see.
1: So I, when much. I type, well, no, when I typed it out, oh, I uh, the, I forget the A didn't show up. I see. So then it went just to C H R I S, and I had forgotten. My fault. Anyway, I, I mentioned to uh, Sharis because uh, she g- got in touch with me on Facebook Meta, and uh, she said, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal." So, thank you very much for that. But I did want to, you know, just make a quick correction. Sharis and Murray Hubley, welcome to the podcast. I'm, I, I hope you're still enjoying uh, what we're laying down.
0: Yeah, Jeff and Sylvie. <laughs> Yeah, we had our first dental appointment. Yeah,
1: I've had a hole in my head for about a year and then finally got patched up. Had
0: it for longer than that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Different hole. <laughs> oh, it, was,
0: it was it was it was it was like clockwork. Yeah. You know, we we set we got there before our appointment about 10 minutes but And this was,
1: this was late in the day.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it
1: was bang on time.
0: Yep. Door open, called my name. We went in.
1: Together, which was odd.
0: L- lovely young dentist. Yep. Uh, female. Um, she, I think she's Romanian. Yep. Speaks both French and English. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, she proceeded to uh, see you first because you had mm. the, the problem tooth. And she fixed it on the spot. Which I was... thought
1: she was going to wrap us in, in uh, saran wrap. <laughs> yeah. You go in there, you got to put on these slippers and the,
0: sleepy shoe, the, uh, the whole thing. she yeah. go
1: into the little office and it was just completely clean. And that's why, because yeah. she doesn't allow people traipsing through with their muddy boots and everything. And uh, she just, Julie's there in the chair and she looks in my mouth. Oh, that's not, no problem. And fills my big gap in uh-huh. uh, right on the spot. So that got done. And then uh, they, they checked your mouth. And, and
0: they said, oh, you've had a lot of work done. Yeah. <laughs> but, Yep,
1: <laughs> yeah, you got the... I got
0: the hair, but not the teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, at least you still have your teeth. Yes, it's That's true. Good.
0: Well, I take care of of them. It's just that they're not. I, I wasn't blessed with the healthiest. Like mine. Like you. You. Oh, she was all. Oh, you're so great. She gave me a kit.
1: Yeah, she gave you a kit. I got nothing because I apparently don't. Because <laughs> you're need perfect.
0: Any. Yeah. <laughs> no, she goes here. You have this, and then she showed me these these little tablets that you that you chew on after you brush your teeth to see the places where you've missed. Have you tried them? Well, no, I've been brushing my teeth for a long time. Obviously not well.
1: <laughs> Jeez. obviously you need a class on how to brush your teeth.
0: And then she requested that we get um, our medical files from Canada, which we got we, we, we really did. quickly from yep. our dentist uh, offices. Yeah, and you know, I sent your two photos, uh, two X-rays, and my twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have two X-rays.
1: Well, it's it's interesting because I, I was talking to Tracy at uh, Dr. Gressinger's. Uh, Gret- Gretzinger's in uh, Waterloo, where I was uh, formerly a patient. Um, just the best. By the way, if you're in the KW area, Marvin Gretzinger amazing dentist, and and the people who he has working for him are just fantastic. So Tracy said, okay, well, I'll send them on to the dentist. I go, ah, it doesn't work that way in France. All of your records actually go to the patient, and then the patient forwards them. She goes, really? And I go, yeah, it's actually kind of good, because you go for, you know, blood work, or you go for an x-ray, and you actually get... You get the results. You get the results here. So that was cool. Anyway, she had no problem. Send it to me, and it's all done.
0: And so that's all done, and then we have our next appointment for our dental cleaning.
1: Yeah, yeah, in August. So yeah, we we're, we're set up there and then you you wanted some new eyeglasses, so we went and got some of that done and what did we learn there, Julie?
0: Well, it's it's really confusing. So you if you go to an eye doctor like an
1: op- op-
0: ophthalmologist.
1: Yeah, ophthalmologist. But you you kept saying what? Ophthalmologist.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's just eye doctor, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you you get a script, like you get a prescription, and you need that from an authorized person in order to be able to get your um, mutual to kick in. That's your insurance to kick in. And so I went to the eyeglass store and I booked an appointment to get my eyes ch- checked. And I I guess they're not. I doctor per se, like they're authorized oh. to do the test, but I will need to get their their uh, prescription mm-hmm. uh, authorized by my general do- practitioner.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which I, we're, we're seeing soon anyway, so it's not going to be a big deal. But I thought that was really interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can do the test, but if you, I I think had you gone to an ophthalmologist, they would. Yes, they, they would have
0: taken the prescription and there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's not a big deal. They're just making sure that you don't go to some, you know, fly-by-night place, right? And uh, and get your eyes uh, tested. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, uh, true. Anyway, it, it just it's just another little twist in how things are are done.
1: Yeah, they they do things a little bit different. And and you know what? In in all these cases, I can understand why. I especially like receiving things like blood tests. And other tests that you get, you know, X-rays, that kind of thing. I like getting that information as a because so does the do- the doctor gets it as well. Yes, but you have it so that you can you know right. do, do some research. For
0: example, it. my my mammogram X-rays are not at the doctor's office. No, they're here. Yeah, they belong to me. They were sent to me. Yeah. they I can bring it to the doctor to review, but we're the keeper of you, you our could, personal information
1: and you can also have it sent on to the doctor i believe i don't know oh, well that's my understanding maybe
0: yeah. could be
1: uh so that's that just a little heads up on how they kind of do a lot of the medical stuff here it's a little bit different i like i like most of the ideas
0: yeah mm-hmm. well so far it's it, you know we we've, we've we've struggled to get into the medical system and so now yeah. we're just kind of figuring out the Ins and outs.
1: Hey, something we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, on the last couple of weeks uh, with our Porto trip uh, was something you discovered on one of our walks.
0: One of of my walks, I think you were still not feeling very well. So I got up early in the morning, got off the boat. This was at the Portugal-Spain border Mm -hmm. and found a trail that goes along the Douro River into the forest. And I noticed um, the marker... And it said it had a white stripe and a red stripe.
1: Right, just like what we have here behind us on it, our trails behind us.
0: Exactly. So it it made me curious. How could there be the same white stripe, red stripe in trail structure? Yeah, t- yeah two different countries. Right. And it turns out that it's it's quite common in Europe, and it was used by the pilgrim to mark their journey. The White was in chalk. That's how they marked the trees, representing the clouds. The red was marked with blood, representing their their journey and the harm to their feet when they get to their final destination. Oh, Well, what it's it's a cute it. story.
1: Oh yeah, that's real cute.
0: But the clouds is is how good you feel once you get to your your destination as a pilgrim.
1: I see. So they've
0: you might have bloody feet, but you're going to feel good. Holy cow.
1: I, did, I didn't know it went ran that deep. I thought it was just red and white and follow this trail and you'll get there.
0: Nope. And did you notice in our last walk here in France, the, the white and the red were in a cross? Does Remember that, I showed you that?
1: Does that mean you had a bloody hand and a bloody foot? <laughs> no.
0: It means you're going the wrong way.
1: Oh, you're right. You're not
0: following the red and white path.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. It was at a fork.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: And as Yogi Berra used to say, when I come to a fork in the road, I take it. But yeah, if you so if you go right, it, it was like okay, you're no longer on this trail. Uh-huh. Just so you know, and if you go to the left, then yep. then that trail continued.
0: Yep. Okay. So that's that's the story I read. I I, I like it, kinda. Mm-hmm. It has some historic value. All right. Well, and, uh, yeah.
1: So uh, if you do come to Europe and you notice the white, and the there are other colored trails too. I don't know what the significance is. Yeah, with there's those.
0: yellow and blue, blue, kind of the yeah. the the. Uh, Ukrainian colors? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but that, yeah. I mean, you'll see it everywhere. It's really, and we have this great trail structure right behind our property, and we use it a lot. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> we were off at uh, Tremont. I had to pull the pin early on this day. I don't know. This is a week or so ago we got back from our trip. I I still have hearing loss from the airplane, still to this day right now, three weeks later. <clears throat> and we go to this function that I've been looking forward to. It was a, our, the annual lunch in Tremont, which is a nearby village. And I got there, and I had to book, like, right now. Oh,
0: you, you look like death warmed over.
1: Well, first of and, all— and you were
0: panicky, too. Like, I, was, was, I was very
1: anxious because uh, everything was ringing. I couldn't hear properly. And I'm sitting there setting myself up for seven hours of French— Feeling like this, and I just, uh, I just, I just pulled the chute uh, and booked. I, I could not be in that. Uh, so anyway, but but while you were there, they had a display. This is before the lunch. The town had set up, or the region had set up.
0: Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's the Fumel Valley, right. Valley of the Lot. So it it covers several communes. Have a new um, garbage um, plan for its residents that starts in 2023 and be completed in 2026 right now the way
1: it works is you can you can put your garbage out once a week and uh they'll come and pick it up but they really scrutinize it so you know i'm
0: like we we don't know why they didn't pick up our garbage
1: no but and, and i don't and there are a million stickers and i just don't care so uh or i didn't care then Uh, so we also have, there are also little depots that you can just go and dump your garbage in all over the place, which is, it's a good system, but I think people abuse it. So now they're clamping down.
0: So, um, they had these people that were lined up at computers, ready to take down your information because in future you will need a badge to deposit your garbage. You will and they call it a badge, a badge badge in French. Um, you don't need it for recycling. So anything that's reusable, plastics, glass, w- paper, um, you don't need to use your badge. But if you are using one of their newly designed machines mm-hmm. to deposit a bag of of household waste, you will have to scan your badge and then deposit your garbage.
1: And they'll keep track.
0: They'll keep track of how often you use the the container, they'll keep track of um, how often you've gone to the dishettery. So it's uh, and you'll be able to go see how much how, how much you've racked up in 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 bills. Yeah,
1: because they're going to remove the tax. Is this is this yeah, my understanding? So,
0: so right now, part of our property tax is garbage or waste removal. Mm-hmm. So they're going to phase that out, and by twenty twenty six, I believe there will no longer be a component on our. On property taxes for waste removal, you will pay per use.
1: Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm I'm all about user fees. Okay. Oh yeah. no, I am. Uh, I, I'm all about toll roads and user fees uh, because it's really the truest uh, mechanism for, you know, charging people uh, taxes. To me, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, don't,
0: you use it, you pay.
1: You use it, you pay. Um, now, the other thing that was going on there is they were giving away these huge uh, and really well-built composters for like 15 euros. Yes,
0: yeah. <clears throat> 15 euros. Um, and it came in, I think, six different parts. And it's a it's a French design, French company. And uh, you set it up, and I did that. I did it. It took me. It took me probably an hour to do it.
1: Yeah, I'm no. I no longer assemble things. It's a new rule. I can't do it anymore. Well, I've assembled. I happen to be stuff. pretty
0: good at it. Yeah, so. you're
1: good. I don't do it anymore.
0: So I assembled the composter. We decided which location it should be in, so that we, you know, are not opening up gates when dogs are out and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, and uh, and I've started composting. And, yeah. and, and you know, the, the guide is pretty like. Pretty specific of how to compost, mm-hmm. what to compost, yeah. what not to compost.
1: Yeah, like you don't throw a steak in there, but all kinds of other things that, that coffee grinds and eggshells and this is all great because those are things that really eat up your garbage space if you're throwing them out. And in the, the whole thing is going to work out because we don't typically throw out a lot of garbage anyway. Now it'll be almost cut in half by this composter, uh, and uh, I, I, I do like the initiative. Uh, from Fumel on this, will it remains to be seen how efficient it'll be with the badges and everything. But
0: but it, but it also like I, when they're saying it's it's going to be greener because the trucks don't come by and pick up your garbage. It, there's it, there's a bit of confusion for me because yeah. I see all these cars leaving their house and driving to the the the, the deposit mm-hmm. the, the depository. So you're still. Well, and th- this, happened. this happened to me the other day. I had a choice. Uh,
1: I was ordering a transformer for some lights that blew out in our kitchen online. And they said, your choice is have it delivered to your house or our green uh, initiative is to have it sent to a central uh, pickup spot. Well, wait a minute. That's not green. It's maybe green for you. But... <laughs> If you have 100 packages with this company and they send all 100 packages to a green depot, 100 cars have to go pick up the packages. So it's no it's greener.
0: No, but we are becoming greener with our composting and we will be good citizens with our garbage. Oh, yeah. And that brings me to the French phrase of the day. Okay. Chaque civilisation mm-hmm. a les ordures qu'elle mérite.
1: Hmm. Every civilization has... Is, is order is that like garbage?
0: Yeah. Oh. Ordure is garbage. I thought...
1: And, and so Poubelle is garbage?
0: Poubelle and, is garbage can.
1: And déchet is garbage? Garbage. And Ordeur.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So every civilization has... The garbage... Mm. Merit? I'd, mm-hmm. uh, que, que, Quelle que, mérite? So, I just, I'm sorry on that one. I, I, que, merit? Yeah.
0: Quelle mérite? Yeah. Okay, so every civilization has the garbage it deserves.
1: Oh, merit is deserves. Yep. Every civilization has the garbage that it deserves. I see. So if you're, so if you're really taking care of your garbage, you have a better civilization.
0: Well, depending, yes. If you're a responsible civilization, you'll have less harmful garbage. Oh,
1: I really like that saying. There you go. Chaque civilisation a les ordures qu'elle mérite.
0: Parfait, Jeff. Ah, c'est
1: bien. That's a good one. I like that one.
0: Yeah. And uh, speaking of hors uh, mm-hmm. the French riots. <laughs> oh,
1: it is garbage.
0: I tell you. So <clears throat> you guys are probably aware, it's international news, that there was a, a young 17-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Nahel. Yes, that was killed by a police officer for a traffic infraction.
1: Well, yeah, the the story goes that he didn't stop and uh, the officer is claiming that he felt threatened and shot him, which is whoa, what an overreaction. And so no one is really on the side of his decision. However, what has gone on since then is just you know, I wonder how many of these protesters even know this kid's name. Like, uh, you know That's what? That's a good point. So, so let me get this straight. The answer to the police officer shooting the child is to break glass and steal Louis Vuitton purses? Sorry, that's not—it that doesn't wash. And, you know, it's a, It's this is a very generational thing, okay? You've got a lot of 17-ish-year-olds that are doing the protesting. The, like, me,
0: the median age is 17. 17. 17. There median. are kids that are out there that are as young as 13 in the middle of the night. You know, uh, crushing glass, breaking windows, yeah. setting cars on fire.
1: Yeah. So uh, the, to that point, I thought that the, all these younger generations were concerned with the carbon footprint. And they've set fire to, like, at this point, hundreds of cars and buses. Yeah. It, so obviously it, they're not concerned with that.
0: No. And and so it, 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 the, there's a big, pretty big underlying problem in that— um, Like other places in the world, um, there is a little bit of an undertone when uh, immigrants come to the country. And Nael happened to be a North African. He was of Moroccan and Algerian descent. And so that that really caused a lot of rage within those communities. And and
1: so should it. Uh, You know, this should not be a part of the fabric of... Any country as civilized or as supposedly civilized as France, Canada, the United States, like this, the, there is clearly some racial profiling that's going on, and this is the result of uh, the maximum of it. And uh, you know, I, I first of all, I do understand protests. I just wish they were of more uh, a peaceful nature. I, I just don't understand what you're accomplishing by setting fire. Uh, and, and here's here's the other thing: burning. Uh, mom and pop operation stores of people just trying oh, to make a living. Uh, yeah. Public
0: libraries. Yeah, yeah. Schools. Schools.
1: Uh, sc- schools. I just don't understand how this moves.
0: And this is just going to cost the country. Yeah. Cost them really because they're the ones who, who are going to pay the bill for the next forty years.
1: Well, how many? How many uh, arrests have there been already?
0: I uh, think more than thirteen hundred. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. So it, it's a very sad state and, and, you know, people who are traveling to France, there are some advisories, but uh, the, the the common really popular areas are still safe. The metros are running. You might want to check the buses and the trains just to make sure that they're on time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you can still go to the Louvre. You can go to the Eiffel Tower. You can still go to Lac de Triomphe. You will notice that the shopping – the fancy shopping streets are boarded up though mm. because they wanted to prevent, you know – yeah, yeah. further
1: looting. Yeah, further. Yeah.
0: So, it's a it's a, it's, it, it's unfortunate
1: because y- yes, there are some true protesters and then there are then there's a large group of people as there is in almost any society who just sit by the phone, sit by their internet screen and wait for some reason to go and blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. And uh those are the people that I don't think they even know who this kid's name is or why they're even out there. Yeah. They're just looking for a reason to damage yeah. things and Well, vandalize. you know, I
0: th- I th- I th- I think, and we had a conversation with some friends earlier. It, it's it people are angry, and it's not just in France. like there mm-hmm. there's been uh, there have been so many issues. The pandemic didn't help. Um, but I think there's a huge frustration.
1: And uh, so we'll keep uh, monitoring that. I'm hoping uh, that things quell, things calm down here. And, I mean, Macron's thinking about bringing in a massive amount of troops and stuff like that. So that that should shut that down fairly soon.
0: 25,000. I would hope. Yeah.
1: Hey, we did something kind of nice uh, this last week. Yes,
0: and, and not affected by any riots.
1: No, no, that's for sure. Certainly the countryside where we are and some of the smaller villages, there's nothing, nothing going on. Uh, in in those towns. And we, we found a place, and it's just outside of villeneuve sur lot It's called Pujol. We were talking about it uh, last week. And I, I think we've we've shown pictures of Pujol before, uh, but I think we were there in the winter and everything was just really quiet.
0: Yeah, it, it does shut down. A few restaurateurs stay open, but during the summer, it's just full of activity and life, and tables are set out in the square, St. Nicola's Square, and you're sitting, you, you know, amongst 13th-century buildings.
1: Beautiful church.
0: Beautiful church. There are several churches, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just it's just a, a lovely atmosphere. And there's one particular place that you like to go to.
1: Yeah, I do, because they have the— Gillette? No.
0: No. What? Galette.
1: Oh, galette. Yeah. yeah, a galette, which is similar to a crepe, but I find better. And what? Uh, but
0: wait. What? Okay, so so this restaurant is called Le Piano Tea, right? And it's a creperie. Yeah. Restaurant. So they serve both. Yeah. Galette and crepe. Mm-hmm. What's the difference?
1: I don't know. I I just prefer the galettes, but I don't know what the difference is. No. So
0: the galettes are made out of buckwheat. Yeah. And are. Typically served with savory items. Oh, whereas the crepes are sweet. Sweet,
1: and they're what It's a whiter flour.
0: That's right. Oh. So buckwheat is is gluten free. So if you've got a gluten issue, is it really? It is. It's from the rhubarb family. So it, it, even though there's wheat in it, there it's 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 not wheat.
1: Okay, here's what I get. I get the carbonara. So it, picture this. It's just beautiful buckwheat galette, and on there they've got mushrooms. A uh, little bit of ham, like uh, spiced ham. There's an egg in the middle. Mm-hmm. Awesome, and then cheese. It's just to die for. So we're taking my brother there when he yeah. comes.
0: Yeah, no, and and I I typically have one of their their salads, and there's quite a variety, and it's all fresh food. The surface is 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 great. Um, the guy but, who
1: runs it and his wife are just fantastic. Yeah. They're just great.
0: Yeah, we enjoy going there. So uh, that's that's a place that we uh, we keep as a go-to.
1: Yeah, so we will include some summer pictures of Pujol on our Facebook page. It's really a, a charming village. And this last uh, weekend, I guess it was, they had a, a swing festival. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't get a chance to go because the weather was kind of crappy. Hopefully it was okay for them. But, yeah, they were featuring some jazz uh, in in the, in the village and— there's always something going on. Oh. You know what I'd like to do this summer is I'd like to check out their uh, marché gourmand, their night market. Yeah. yeah, because we haven't been there yet. No, that no. would be fun.
0: I think I think it would be really really fun.
1: Yeah, and again, the the, the, the they have two really maybe more, but the two churches. Uh, there was one little small chapel which they were using for a uh, exposition from an artist, and it was just so perfect. It was just well, beautiful.
0: They do that um, all year long. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they uh, they invite different artists mm-hmm. from the region to come and display their their works. Yeah,
1: they've done a massive renovation on this church, and it's just gorgeous. And, and what a beautiful setting to see artwork. Uh, so uh, yeah, we have uh, lots of photos on this week's Facebook page at Jeff and Julie move to France. And uh, just before we go today, we we saw a sign in the airport, mm-hmm. and um, this is for our friends and for you. If you're traveling to Southwest France,
0: yes. If you're if you're traveling from Canada, there are now direct flights year round.
1: This used to be seasonal.
0: It used to be just summer, uh, so Montreal, Toulouse, Air Canada, year round. Um, that's going to make traveling back home for us. Very easy.
1: Well, here's the thing. And so, if you're coming to visit us or if you're coming to the Southwest and maybe you want to avoid Paris, especially right now, this is a really great option because even if you're flying from Toronto, so you fly to Montreal, which is a breeze, and then you get on at Montreal to do the overseas leg as opposed to. If you're flying from Toronto, going to Frankfurt or Munich or, or, Paris. or Paris and then flying down um, to Toulouse. This is a great option. I'm heading home in August sometime, and that's how I'm doing it. I'm flying Toulouse-Montreal, Montreal-Toronto, breeze. It's going to be a cakewalk. So,
0: and, and the other thing is Toulouse is a very civilized airport.
1: I t- and, and, and here's what I tell everybody. Yeah, come and visit us. But find a hotel in Toulouse for a couple of nights. It's a fantastic city, full of charm, full of energy, uh, great restaurants, good shopping, really cool place. Uh, join us next week. My brother is going to be visiting for his very first adventure off of the continent of North America. It's remarkable. It is. And so <laughs> we'll get his uh, reaction to uh, France when he gets here.
0: And we'll uh, also be taking in some of the first night markets of the season.
1: That's it for Chapter 74. We'll see you soon.
0: À bientôt.